going on, everybody? Todd here, joined uh, as usual by uh, Dorky Ray. Hey, yo. And Thurballin Gaming Zone, Thurballin. Hello, all. Did I just hear Thurballin Gaming Zone? Thurballin, Thurballin Gaming's own. Thurballin. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I have. I had to change it up because people are catching on that I like to throw in Thurball of Thurballin Gaming. Uh, mm. By the by the way, guys, uh, <clears throat> we now have a subreddit. So uh, reddit.com yes. slash r slash uh, precipice podcast. Uh, it's a, it's a new subreddit, so there's not a lot going on there, but there is some interesting things uh, that have already been posted. Um, oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to Reddit. It's like you, one you social should. media thing that I you, don't know. You log in. You, you go to the, to the Reddit page and you hit subscribe. <clears throat> yeah, I did that thing. Oh, hey, I even have a message, a notification. Oh, my notification is just politics. Why? Because Reddit's been doing that. Yeah. Oh, hey, I don't want that. Yeah. And and this is like a politics free zone. Like we've yeah. we've been good to keep it out of the podcast last Go week, away, for Reddit. example. Mm. We just didn't podcast. <laughs> we didn't podcast because there was too much politics going on. It, it was the elephant in the room. Where there was no way we could ignore it. So we just didn't do it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week is kind of the opposite. Yeah. Well, this week has a, a different sort of elephant in the room. and uh, That it, has to be addressed. It has to be addressed. It creates a more somber tone. Uh, for those that have listened prior, um, you know we like to laugh and joke and, and whatnot and have me throw out all the sponsors like really quick and everything like that. Um, so, I mean, if you, I'll just do that really quick. Um, in the show notes, in the, uh, the video description, you can uh, get a link to all of our sponsors. Uh, Breezy. Uh, Valiant Vape, uh, Loot Crate, The Violet Vixen, uh, Sideshow Collectibles, and Gary Poppins Gourmet Small Batch Popcorn. Great gift for the holidays. Not to do the joke. This this it, it's a it's a perfect gift for for the holidays. So uh, get... and if anyone wants to send me more, my PO box is no. Fair, but yeah, those uh, those links are in the show notes. You can also get us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash podcast. Uh, you can buy the merch at tpublic.com/slash user/slash the precipice. We have some awesome designs up there. Uh, I actually have uh, I actually have two two uh, shirts coming in, which um oh nice yeah. I have the uh, the uh, Moriarty Tea Time shirt coming in, which came out fucking gorgeous. Uh, and I also have the Thurballin Gaming uh, Gazillioned shirt coming in. Yes. Yes. So, 
appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, I ordered that shirt, and then, like, the news came out not that yeah. long after. Yeah. And... Gazillioned on many levels. Yeah. Yeah, the whole world got gazillioned on, um... Mm-hmm. On, uh, Monday. So... Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're, we're talking about a, a legend... Um, and that's not a name. That's not a, a term I throw around really easily. Um, an icon. An icon. That's another thing I don't throw around. Like, yeah, um, <clears throat> person that touched so many lives, whether he knew it or not, um, helped a, a world of disenfranchised uh, people feel accepted. Yes. Um, help people realize that you can you can create however you want to create and uh of of course i'm i'm talking about a uh a a veteran of uh the the second world war i'm talking about a uh former editor uh an editor in chief if i'm not mistaken of uh yes. marvel Creator of, uh, you know, well, cre- yeah, I was going to say the creator slash co-creator of uh, Spider-Man, the X-Men. Uh, was he responsible for the Fantastic Four? Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk. Uh, was he responsible for She-Hulk? Indirectly or indirectly, he was responsible for just about everybody. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about Stan Lee. Um, and the man. Stan the man, yeah. Um, so, st- this is usually we just fly off the cuff and stuff. Um, but Ballin prepared a statement. I, I could not let this go by. I, I could not off the cuff this because this is very important to me. So. Here it is, uh, and I hope you feel as I do. Greetings, true believers. Comic books have helped to shape our modern world. Superheroes are the new mythology. Only the Hercules, Mars, and Thor. Our gods are Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Thor. <laughs> world he helped, world he helped create made me see, even as a child, that keeping your true self a secret didn't need to be something bad. That sometimes having a secret like that is the only way you can go one more day to do the things you need to do. Not having Stan as a part of the world anymore feels wrong. Yes, he had gotten old, and 95 years is a wonderful amount of time to live. But he has always been a part of my life. It's like losing a family member. I barely knew my grandfather. So having Stan Lee creating comic books was like having a grandfather who would gather me on his knee and tell me stories. Tall tales designed to delight and astound, as he often did in the mighty Marvel manner. But this is not about me. This is about Stan Lee, the incomparable. He created so much that filled the lives of so many. He helped create the X-Men, who become an enduring symbol of tolerance and standing up against a society that doesn't want you to exist. He helped create Spider-Man, who taught us all that it's okay to be a frightened little nerd, because deep down we're all afraid sometimes. The important thing isn't not being afraid, but to act despite that fear. He helped create the Fantastic Four, who taught us that reaching for the stars is great, 
but doing so with your family, whether that family is by birth or by choice, is better. He helped create Black Panther, who is so important to so many people right now, and that he teaches us that we are all important, no matter our heritage. He died a veteran on the day we celebrate veterans, so perhaps the creation that he made that most resonates right now is Captain America, who taught us that the important thing is that we stay true to ourselves, no matter what anyone thinks of us, to do what's right, even when everyone says you're wrong. So to Stanley, I offer this toast. You made the world a far brighter place than it was, and with your passing, we are all a little poorer. But we celebrate the effect you had on this fragile blue orb, which enriched us all. Today, things are a little less amazing, a little less incredible, a little less fantastic. But tomorrow is always on the next page, and with the examples you've helped us see, I know we'll get there. Excelsior. Enough said. That was spectacular. And as you said, a toast. Yeah. Well, that's the show. Um, <laughs> no, Sorry. I'm. No, it's all right. I'm. I'm kind of yeah. holding myself together. Uh, if you're watching the video, you could see that. Like, I. Yeah. I I started getting the feels. Uh, Ray is experiencing the feels. And, yeah. And such. Um, I put my feels on the page, so yeah. yeah. You just expressed your feels, so. Also, I had a day longer than them to deal with what I just wrote. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, uh, and to be fair, yesterday uh, after Bolin had written this. <clears throat> actually approached us and said, do you want to share this? Do you want me to share this with you now or surprise you on the podcast with it? And I, I'm from the school of thought of, I want to get a genuine reaction. You know, if you, for example, let's just say you're reading a, a, a Spider-Man comic for the first time. It's going to elicit a certain emotion the second yeah. time, you're going to be reminded of that emotion, but it's not going to be as pure as the first time. So, Yeah, and my only... answer was, I'm probably going to end up crying either way, so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter which, if I read it first or not. Yeah. I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't make the offer, though. So yeah, No, and I understand I'm, that. I've also got a whole stack of tissues, so... You got a whole stack of tissues. I got a whole bottle of of uh, of whiskey. I mean, yeah, yeah, because that's how the Irish deal with grief. That is how the has, Irish do it. It has been well. It's been over a year actually since I've been able to play it, but I never wanted to play Marvel Heroes so much as yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. to be immersed one more time in that world. What's What's funny is we're we're closing in on the one year anniversary of the uh, closure, yeah, of uh, Marvel Heroes as well. So yes, yeah. yeah. One and, thing I read on right was someone said, "My the only thing I really wish could have happened was that Stan had gotten to see the Fantastic Four come back home to Marvel and cameo in that." Mm. That yeah. Yeah. 
but at least he got to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. So. Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh... Spidey was his, his baby. <laughs> I mean, that's... To be fair, like, Stan... Stan Spider-Man Homecoming was the last cameo of Stanley. Yeah. Actually, it's the last one as of now. He's actually got five or six in the can they still haven't used. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's going to be in Avengers 4, which is going to have a, a big uh, dedication at the end. You know, he's, he's going to be in the, the next Spider-Man in Captain Marvel. He's in these movies. It just, you know, yeah. he, he, at the end, he tended to record them a lot in advance just because of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I understand that. It's... I don't know, though. I, I really... I mean, Stan Lee, for me, I mean, I obviously I, I knew his work from the comics. Um, you know, growing up, uh, my dad would, you know, on, I believe it was Wednesdays, which was comic book yes. release day, mm-hmm. uh, would come home um, from work after working a 12 to 14 hour day on the road constantly. Um he would come home and have a bag of comics with him. And he would always buy two of the same. One, one to read and one to put away. That's just the way he did it. And sometimes he would break out the older comics, you know? And you'd be able to... He'd sit there and he would... I mean, comics taught me to read. You know? Um... <clears throat> So, to see somebody who was so instrumental um, in that, even, and my, my passion of writing, to, um, to know that they, they're, they're gone now, it just, it, it hurts. It, you know, you, you put it very, very well with, it was like a grandfather that would sit there and read you stories. Exactly. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some of the tributes to Stanley. Um, I mean, there was, there was a few good ones, uh, that I remember, uh, reading. Um, one of them was, um, you know, Onyx Path Publishing, did one saying mm-hmm. today we lost one of the greatest storytellers, um, <laughs> which is not wrong. Yeah. Um, and a fitting tribute coming from them, that word storytellers. Yeah. Um, I shared one yesterday with you guys, uh, from, uh, Gray Griffin, Gray Delisi, um, who just, you know, said, I loved him. I used to pet his cashmere sweaters when we recorded together. When I first met him, I mistakenly called him Stanley for the entire session. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just, you know, it's like little things like that. People telling, like, talking about their personal interactions. I never had a personal interaction with Stanley. You know, um, it, it's something that I wish I could have, mm. but. It didn't happen. I mean, there's there's a list of people that I wish that I had met in person or seen <clears throat> live, you know? 
um, stands on that list. And Absolutely. Th these are these are people that like, you know that that list. It's it's a list of people that, you know, now I I have no opportunity of doing that, unless somehow mm -hmm. they invent time travel. Um. But yeah, stands on that list, and I, I he did so much. He gave so much for uh, for the art form he loved. Um, he he helped the disenfranchised feel accepted. You know, I I I, I really don't even know. I really don't even know. That's, I mean, I've been like this since yesterday, since the news mm -hmm. broke, where I'm just like, I can't even put together, like, rational thought, you know? Yeah. It's, like I said, it's like losing a family member. Yeah. I mean, I know there's only one other person that I don't know on this planet, I would feel this way about me is really Yandrovic. Yeah. Mm. For you, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I have never met him. I will probably never meet him. I may not ever get to see him live, but he has impacted my life on such a level. Yeah. That when he goes, it's going to be another dark spot in history for me. Yeah. And I know what's going to happen. You're going to sit there and just you know, binge his music and, and replay yeah. word crimes for like an hour straight. That's that's what's gonna happen. White nerdy. Yeah. But yeah, word crimes, everything. Actually out of respect, I think I won't play Girls just want to have lunch. He never liked that song. He was forced to make it. Fair. So that'll be the one song I don't play. Yeah. Respecting, respecting his wishes. Exactly. So I, I know. Um, well, for for me and Ballin, it hit hard because we're comic book fans. Mm -hmm. Um, Ray really didn't have comics and really has trouble with comics yeah <laughs> but i feel but... it still hit you just as hard oh yeah and because <clears throat> you still get a lot of those same emotions from um the movies yeah and um that's that's i mean that's been my marvel you know, that's where my Marvel experience is, is all from the, um, from the movies, the, the movies. And, um, I mean, and, and like the Spider-Man cartoons and stuff, I watched those as a kid and everything. Um, but, um, yeah, no, like, my mom sent me uh, a text message before I even saw like the Discord messages or whatever. Yeah. And from like that first text message, 
through the rest of the afternoon, I was at work and I was just crying. Yeah. At work, and I was really glad that I didn't have any customers come in. So. Yeah, fair. I know. Uh, I know. For me, I pretty much yesterday, I, I needed. I just needed to disconnect. Essentially, mm-hmm. I after um, after maybe about an hour, about an hour after the um, the initial, like the news broke. Um, after that hour, I kind of just was like, I'm done with with Twitter. I'm done with Facebook. I'm not streaming tonight. I'm not doing any of this. Like. Um, and then I started a rabbit room and I watched, uh, greatest British bake off. Um, because that's a thing. Um, and then I had people, you know, friends join me, join me and they're just like, Oh shit, you weren't even joking about watching British bake off. And I'm like, no. Right. And then we watched, uh, curious creations of, um, Christine, uh, McConnell, Mm -hmm. which is also on Netflix and it's pretty good. Uh, it's a, it's a baking crafting show with a spooky mm-hmm. vibe. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I thought about watching, like, a Marvel movie or something last night. But I made that mistake when, with uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And only I made the really big mistake of watching Dead Poet Society. Oh, God. Because I had never yeah. seen it before. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that emotionally wrecked me. Yeah. And just that experience, I'm like, I don't think... Like, it wouldn't be... I don't think it would be that bad. Because... I've seen all the Marvel movies, so yeah. Well, except for the Hulk ones. Yep. <laughs> and and um, to be fair, like the the first Hulk, the Ang Lee Hulk movie, you can completely you, yeah. you can That's fair. it it does have the cameo, but you can completely pass that one by. Um, the Ed fair. Norton one, no, <clears throat> I mean nobody likes him when he's angry. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I would. I couldn't do it, so. Now, I ended up listening to Alcatraz versus the... Which one am I on right now? Alcatraz versus the Shattered Blends, which is the audiobook that I've been listening to. Uh-huh. So that was my night. Yeah, I mean... Last night. I mean, other than... Um, other than the... British Bake Off, uh, Curious Creations, and um, I also watched the uh, World of Darkness documentary with uh, with Maury and a couple others, um, which, I mean, I'll, I'll discuss that a little bit later um, to kind of lighten the mood, because yeah. this is like a the very... The World of Darkness lightening the mood is just... <laughs> that's Yeah, that's kind of... Uh... Yeah. 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 Um, Counterproductive, almost. No, yeah. not really. Yeah. Um, you know it's down when. Yeah, but I mean, like for me, growing <laughs> up, like my safe spaces were comics, and yeah. RPGs. You know, same here, and, and video games and movies. Yeah, I had yeah. a few safe spaces. Yeah, but considering fantasy, 
Yeah. 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 But oh yeah. But considering the movies that I wanted to watch, like where I would have watched, would have all just like made me cry. Yeah. I I was just like, no no no. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that to myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did watch Mallrats, uh, as I said on Twitter. Like, I'm going to sit there and watch Mallrats, uh, which has a great... It's more than a cameo with Stanley. Yeah, I I saw that um, you posted the, the, the yeah, part that, that scene, I've, yeah. I've never seen that movie. It's not a bad movie. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just Stanley, like, you could just... Apparently, he had a lot of fun on the movie and stuff like that. Um, another movie that I enjoy, which you guys are probably just like, makes sense that you would like something like that. Um, but Stan Lee was involved in was the Toxic Avenger for Citizen Toxie uh, from Troma Entertainment. I like, I like Toxic Avenger the musical. <laughs> I have not watched the musical. <laughs> it's really good. No, it's not. It's a musical. Yes, it is. No, it's fantastic. That's actually it's actually very well done because um, there's only five actors. Okay. Yeah, there's only five actors, and they play, uh, especially so Toxie and his girlfriend. Um, they mm-hmm. each only play those their care. parts. Yeah. But the other three, the the girl plays two parts and there's even one scene where she's playing both parts like simultaneously and it's fantastic like she her her costume is like half the one and half the other so she's like flipping herself around and then the other two guys have like probably 10 different characters that they play and they do a fabulous job of it well that's that's good so even just from a, a a tech perspective, yeah, I think it's a good one to watch. Um, but yeah, so unrelated. No, it's it's kind of related. Um, <clears throat> because Stanley, I need a little joy in this, you guys. I know, I understand, and that. that is why it's related. Because Stanley wanted everyone, everyone, to get enjoyment from stories. That was his. He, uh, so in Citizen Toxie, Toxic Avenger 4, he um, recorded the <clears throat> opening narration to it, okay. uh, which is kind of cool. And it's what's funny about it is, like, essentially recaps the events of the first movie mm-hmm. um, and then goes, and then there was two horrible sequels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This oh. is the real sequel. And I'm just like, all right. This is yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was it, it just like trauma never took itself seriously, you know. And yeah. I mean, they've had you know two, two. I mentioned that list of people that I wish I could have seen live or met. Two of those people are on that. Two of those people on that list have been involved with trauma entertainment. Yeah. Stanley yeah. and uh, Let Me Kill Mister. Hmm. Both of them have been involved with trauma. Both of them have, I mean, they ha- they've left such an impact on um, on the world. Oh, Whether people, fields especially. Oh yeah. 
whether people want to acknowledge it or not. I mean, with Stan Lee, it's kind of hard not to acknowledge it. Yeah. But with Lemmy, I, I mean, mean... The sheer number of people. Because you see... Okay, you said basically you got off Twitter. I did the opposite. I dove head first into Twitter. I'm sorry. I read as... No, I read as many of the testimonials as I could. It was one of these situations where I felt like I owed it to him. And the, the one that sticks out the most is basically the simplest. Stan Lee's official Twitter account sent out one of the simple Blackfield white text, you know, mm. 1922 to 2018, Excelsior. Yeah, that, I think I retweeted that one. So did 646,000 well, other people. Yeah. Two million likes. This is, and that's just one tweet. Yeah, yep. I have not seen any celebrities passing get this much attention on Twitter. The oh, U.S. Yeah. Army, the U.S. Army tweeted this. Rest in peace, soldier. Comic book creator Stan Lee has passed away at the age of 95. Lee served in the U.S. Army Signal Corps during World War II from 1942 to 1945. We are deeply grateful for his service to our country and for his tremendous support to service members. Excelsior. The U.S. Army's official Twitter. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Smith uh, <sighs> um, did, his, did a thing on Twitter. You know? I mean, you might not be a fan of the guy. Um, Stan liked him. Um, he'd worked with Stan a few times. Um... He did a tweet, but then he also did a thing on Instagram, and the Instagram one is basically a novel. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm. I mean, I could sit there and read that, but the Twitter one is farewell, my friend. You're not only responsible for the boy I was, but also the man I am today. I will miss you all my days. You know, that's the the tweet, and it goes, read it all <laughs> here on on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm just, I mean, yeah, scroll, scroll. Yeah, I mean, um, this is how I always see you, um, Stanley, as a benevolent, benevolent leader and king, smiling down from your eternal throne on the generations of imaginations you fed and inspired. You were the first creator whose voice I knew before I actu uh, ever actually heard it. You dreamed up some of my f favorite modern myths and created characters that instilled in me a moral barometer, teaching me right from wrong and showing me it's always better to be a hero instead of a villain. Your characters represented us. Yes, they had extraordinary, unbelievable abilities, but they were also reflections of the world we knew. Where Spider-Man is really just a boy who wants to, uh, who wants to help. You showed me how uh, to interact with the audience whenever you stepped on onto Stan's soapbox to reach out to the readers. You showed me how to advocate for my field beyond the actual art itself. Uh, whenever you tub-thumped for comic books outside of the medium. It was never enough for you to simply make a comic book because you were a true salesman at heart. So you not only sold comics, you sold me on comics. So much so that I built a life and career around your dream and ideals. When you did Mallrats with us, you not only made a lifelong fan's dream come true, 
You also lent me comic book credibility that I still get to spend today. And whether it was for uh, AMC Comic Book Men or Yoga Hosers, whenever I, I asked to borrow your, heart, uh, your heat again, you were always there for me with a smile. Your love story with Joni and your long, happy marriage always shined as an example of what I wanted in my personal life. I long admired and emulated your kindness and patience and sense of humor when dealing with your public. Outside of my parents, you were the only adult who gave me the most useful life skills I still use today. Thank you, Stan, for making me not only the boy I was, but also the man I am today. You had great power, and you always used it responsibly, for, uh, fostering billions of dreamers who all know your name, a name written in the stars for all times. You were not just the literary titan of comic books, you were our modern-day Mark Twain. I will miss you all my days, my friend and hero, Excelsior, forevermore. I'm starting to tear up. Yeah. Yeah. Join the club. <clears throat> I would share my tissues with you, but... I would share my whiskey with you. Add it to my hot cocoa. Drink this shit straight. I also tend to drink it straight, too, but... Um, why would I let the hot cocoa go to waste? Yeah, fair. I mean, if, if Jameson made a pumpkin spice whiskey, I know you would have a bottle there on your desk. Oh, absolutely. Probably two. <sighs> yeah. One to never actually drink. I'm going to read something else. These are Stanley's own words, and there's a little bit of religion at the end, and a lot of people probably heard this, but here it goes. And for the record, I agree with the sentiment of this. Let's lay it right on the line. Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. The bigot is an unreasoning hater, one who hates Bondly, fanatically, indiscriminately. If his hang-up is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity, with equal venom. Now, we're not trying to say it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another. But although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. Sooner or later, if man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill our hearts with tolerance. For then, and only then, Will we truly be worthy of the concept of man was creating the image of God, a God who calls us all his children? The reason I read that is this year is the 50th anniversary of him putting that into a Marvel comic and stand soapbox. 50 years ago, when saying such things could actually get you uh, pretty much you know, uh, blacklisted. Yeah. He took a chance because he had the, the ability and the power to do so, and he put that in print 50 years ago this year. I mean, damn. Yeah. What's sad is those words still need to be said 50 years later. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. That's, that's what's sad. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. 
Man, what? What? Why? God damn it, feels. Why? I just, I, I. Mm. I mean, just for the record, that was written before any of us, any of the three of us yeah. were born. Yeah. Even me, and I'm the old man of the group. So, yep. that, this is why he is such a great man to all of us. Yep. I can almost guarantee that everyone listening to this was touched in some way by this man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you've never read a comic or been to a Marvel movie, in some way you were touched by him. Whether it was, you know, directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of effect he had on the world. Yeah. He made the world a brighter place wherever he went. Or at least did his best to try to do so. Mm-hmm. So, remember how earlier when I, when, I, when I started and I said She-Hulk, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He is responsible for She-Hulk. Awesome. She-Hulk was created by writer Stan <coughs> Lee and mm. um, John uh, Brusima. Mm. Awesome. Yep. Um, I mean, I can go through the list of like of what he's done. Um, Honestly, when it comes to Marvel Comics, the list is shorter of what he didn't have a hand in. Fair, but I'm just talking yeah. about I'm just talking about yeah. what he created. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Spider-Man, The Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk. I uh, want to say he was... I want to say... Well, it's showing that... He, oh, okay, yeah. Because Journey into Mystery is where Thor first popped up. Yes. Um, so you got... So you got Thor. Uh, what else? Can't even say Captain America because Captain America existed prior. Yeah. Uh, but he did pick it up on issue 100, so. Um, can't forget about Kish, Kiss Nation. Um, number one, he did that in 96. You remember, by the way, just real quick, Captain America was before Marvel. Yeah, yeah. When they were timely. Yep. Uh, Nightcat. Uh, Ravage 2099, he did. Uh, She-Hulk. Uh, did Savage Tales number one. Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer. Solar Man. Uh, let's make sure on this before I open my mouth. I mean, obviously we know like the Fantastic Four, so like there's no point in me saying, "Oh, the Human Torch," unless I'm talking about the original Human Torch. Uh, one of my favorite Marvel characters, um, Doctor Strange. Um, he had a he had a hand in. I mean. Was it Nick Fury? Well, yeah, obviously. Um, 
it's just I'm having trouble going through this list because like my yeah. eyes keep welling up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant Man. I mean, it's just. I mean, Ultimately. the list. This can go on and on, so... Ultimately, what made his heroes so enduring was not that they were larger than life, but that they were down to Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had the same flaws as all of us. You know, Spidey didn't make jokes because he didn't take the fight seriously. He made jokes to cover up the fact that his heart was pounding a mile a minute. Yeah. He was afraid. He's afraid every time he steps in the battle because you can get hurt out there. But he does it anyway because it's what's right. You know, Captain America sometimes gets blinded by the fact that not everyone is decent. Not everyone is noble of heart and not everyone is honest. He can actually get blindsided by that. You know, Tony Stark was an alcoholic. And even now he's an egotist, which is a flaw of its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those of us who deal with rage issues, the Hulk. Yeah. I know I deal with rage issues sometimes because of shit in my past. So the Hulk being out there showing that, hey... You can be a good guy and still have anger troubles. Yeah. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I like DC Comics, you know, some of them. And I have to say, I also grew up on DC Comics. But Superman, Wonder Woman, even Batman, arguably one of their most human members, they're hard to relate to for the average person. Yeah. But Spider-Man, a guy who sometimes has trouble paying his rent? Yeah. That's easy to relate to. I mean, hell, the X-Men, just because mm-hmm. they're, in, in general, because, oh, they're they're not normal, you know? We've discussed in the previous episode of this podcast how none of us are considered normal yep. by mainstream standards. Absolutely. Yeah. And how tolerance and inclusion are the most important things, and that's what the X-Men is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... Sorry, guys. Sometimes the words are going to fail us. We're yeah. so give the dead air. <clears throat> it's still uh, a hard subject. Yeah, no, yeah. legit. I just got my uh, schedule for ah. next week. Yeah. <clears throat> Guess who's working Black Friday, guys? Oh, one year. Oh. Lovely. I volunteered for it. Oh. Okay, well. Well, the extra money, I guess, yeah. Well, it's not a, not only that. Like, I was going to end up working it anyway. And, um... <laughs> because that's just the way it goes. So, mm-hmm. you know, better to do it to yourself than have them do it to you. Well, it was... So, this past weekend, while I was at work, um... Uh, person that was handling the schedule was just like, shit, who... Uh, which associate can I put to work uh, the opening on Black Friday? And I go, and I'm up on a ladder doing something. I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> and it was just like, like one of those like snap moments of like, really? And I'm like, listen, would you rather have somebody who's experienced Black Friday as in, in a sales environment before? Or would you like somebody that's never worked another job before ever? <laughs> Fair. Well, folks, this is why I say Todd is the hardest working man I know. Yeah. 
I mean, because Black Friday is the hardest working day I know. Oh gosh. No, no, eh. there are stories every year about people getting trampled to death on Black Friday. Yeah. It is a war zone in some cases. You cannot tell me Black yeah. Friday is not the worst shopping day of the year. You're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they talked to you, volunteered for it? Yeah. yeah. It's what a good general does. Yeah. Fair point. So somebody trying to get on Beyond Seasonal does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. That show your show that you're you know willing to take one for the team that you're invaluable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm well, not- well, this this job isn't a seasonal job though. So, oh, okay. This I is- thought it was no, no, no. Only for Christmas. no, no, no. Uh, so, uh, there's been interesting complications with that one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it's right now just the one job. So, ooh. Mm. Yeah, needless to say, uh, the person I was supposed to talk to about being put into the other place no longer works there. Oh! Well, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I mean, I could probably bother... I could probably bother somebody about Mm -hmm. about it, but, I mean, at this point, it's just like... Eh. You need to buy some luck. That's all there is to it. I I mean, like, seriously, I have, like, shit luck. I really yeah, do. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean... <laughs> the last two years have the been... The last two years have been utter shit with my luck. Two and a half, let's be honest. Fair. <laughs> we all know the date the bad luck started. Yeah, that shit happened. That's yeah. what I'm saying about it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so No, I mean it's good to know that I'm working. I think I'm I think they have me on like 4 days next week, so. Yeah, so yeah. You get better money at least. Yeah. And I mean also and it's also it's your uh, only job. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that like, oh, that means I'm going to be able to make all this content and stuff like yeah, that's not going to be a thing, but um, it'll give me time to kind of work on work on other stuff, you know, at least. Mm-hmm. And prepare yep. for uh, prepare for our game. I'm very much looking forward. I've been looking forward to this for, oh, for actually, ever since you first mentioned about creating a game, I've been looking forward to getting into a game with you, Ryan. Yeah. So. Yes. So initially... I was going to uh, run a play test. This is something I may have shared with you guys previously or, or not. I was going to run a play test right around my birthday. But Vampire 5th Edition. Now, I have never played. I, I've owned books, but I've never played in a vampire game. So, this is going to be a first for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I so, so for me, I've played vampire in the past i've never oh. <laughs> ran vampire so it's gonna be a first for todd yeah it's gonna be a first for todd in in two cents first it's gonna be my my first time being a story being a storyteller in the world of darkness mm-hmm. uh and secondly it is going to be the first time playing um fifth edition so 
Uh, I'm liking the material. Yeah, there's issues here and there that have been picked up by the media and whatnot, but... Um, I have not heard about but okay. There's something in the Camarella book uh, that, that caught some flack. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it deservingly so caught flack um, because it uses a real-life tragedy that's going on right now as we speak. Ah. Uh. Um... And kind of makes it like, oh, well, it's just a ploy to kind of cover up vampire activity in a, in a certain region. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that was. Honestly, I yeah. yeah, that that like I didn't appreciate because it's just yeah. like. It's like it really downplays the horribleness of who we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, this is just me picking up on that subtext, but yeah, I can already see why people... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um... But I mean, other than that, I mean, the, the books are very well written. Uh, that's always been a ca- always been the case with World of Darkness material. Yeah. Um, it's always been well written, whether it's White Wolf proper working on it, or of course our friends over at the Onyx, uh, at Onyx Path Publishing... Big shout mm-hmm. out to Ian and uh, and and the whole crew over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just they just uh, just dropped um, the Camarilla book and the uh, Anarch book. Uh, White Wolf did. Uh, each one adds a new clan and a perspective on this on that specific sect. So the Camarilla book, obviously. Talks about the Camarilla, or if you want to be pretentious, the Camarilla. Um, and I got a Vanira veneer, a <laughs> latte. Yeah, veneer, a veneer. Vanilla latte. No, fuck off. You're being pretentious. Yep. But it's got two L's. Then that gives that gives the E. That's only if that's only if it's okay. Now the question is: Was it? Is it? It's either someone being pretentious, or it's someone that's uh, learning English as a second language, and so it's very confused. Yeah. Well. In which case, I feel bad for them. To be fair, people who have English as a first language are often confused by the language. Well, I mean, this is true. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, one of my absolute favorite things about the English language is you can legitimately spell the word fish: G H O T I. Ah, uh, yeah, I know that. I love that off. one. I love uh, that. <laughs> I I'm bad at spelling in the first place. Your For those word, of you listening, your word is fish. Yeah. For those of you out there who've yet to understand why I'm going to walk you through it, the GH is pronounced f, as in the end of rough, yeah. tough, enough. The O is pronounced I as in women, and the TI is pronounced. As in station, portion. You could have the idea, fish, fish. G-H-O-T-I. I love that about the English language. <laughs> that is a word crime, sir. That is a word crime. <laughs> word crime. is my favorite bit of English trivia, though. Seriously. Um, but anyway, uh, so... Here on uh, the precipice. It's also podcast. why hooked on phonics does not work for most people. <laughs> As someone who learned to read via phonics, but 
Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing the Precipice Podcast Network. We'll be presenting um, <clears throat> Nashville by Night. Uh, it'll be a chronicle run by me, uh, featuring Thurballin of Thurballin Gaming. Yep. Dorky Ray. Moriarty is joining, which will be great. Yeah. And I'm probably going to have, I want to have at least one, maybe two more members for the Coterie. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, like, we have our, uh, our Moriador. Yep. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Ballin. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love that. Uh, we have Ballin playing any kindred that just fits. I'm, I'm, I'm batting cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've made seven so far, and it's like... Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at another two. Thanks, Todd. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I got, I got, I, I did one for each clan. Clan, did you do the Beno Hakim or the, uh, the ministry yet? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I've got ideas. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And then I believe we're uh, Ray will be doing a gangrel, so um, just because we're of animalism. Sure at this point, yeah. There's, there's. <laughs> I like my animals. There's two, uh, two clans that have animalism. I like <laughs> there's two clans <laughs> that have animalism starting off. There's the gangrel, and then there's Nosferatu. Yep. So, um, I, I think that the gangrel will be a bit better for you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise you're dealing with, like, a horribly, like, monstrous-looking vampire that has to hide their entire life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Least they break the masquerade. Um, but yeah, I mean, so... Masquerade. Paper faces on parade. Mas Sorry. And this is why you're not playing a Toreador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have Moriador, so yeah. Ah, I was I very happy give... he was the first one with that. Yeah, <laughs> so Mori ideas. So so here I'll just give Mori all the Broadway ideas. So <laughs> so here was the thing, right? I um I was like, alright, you know what? Like I think this is what I should do. Cause I want to do something special for my birthday. Um, so it'll get, the game will probably happen like right around my birthday. I doubt it'll happen on my birthday, uh, which is New Year's Eve, uh, because yeah. people have shit to do on New Year's Eve. Some people go out and do stuff on your, people go out and do stuff on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of wackadoodles. <laughs> yeah. Some people wake up New Year's Day going, how the fuck did I get here? Oh yeah, no, that's not me. I don't. I, I, I did not blame myself for that one. I stay in because usually where I am, it's like a foot of snow on New Year's Eve. So screw that. Yeah, that's fair. I am usually house sitting because people decide they don't want to put up with their dogs when everyone's doing mm. fireworks, loud, and such. yeah, and, yeah, fireworks. So I put up with it instead. So bang, you get a trail. I get paid brown for it. Going all around the house after that, and you're like, damn it. So yeah. I'm thinking it's a little annoying, but yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking like uh, date wise, and I've, obviously I have to run this by everybody involved. Uh, New Year's Eve is on a Monday. Okay. Yep. 
And I know for, for Ballin, Sundays are kind of out of the question. Yeah. Well, sun, no, Saturdays more than... Basically, Sunday, if it's after, like, 7.30, I can do it. Oh, then we sh- we might be able to do it on the 30th, on Sunday the 30th. Because, uh, you know, basically... Uh, Sunday friends. My Sunday activities are usually done by 6.30 or 7. So, you know, 8, I can definitely do it. Let's put it that way. All right, so that sounds good. That sounds good. And, uh, not only that, but if it's 8 p.m., for example, on a Sunday... Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Sunday is the one day where that could happen. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So what I'm hearing is Sunday the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> because we've actually discussed this. Really? And I said, oh, there's no way it could happen on Sundays. And <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, was there, int- could be- was there interest shown? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, oh, definitely. Okay. So, so, yeah. If I'm house sitting, it's going to depend on where I'm house sitting at. Well, considering your character and the fact that your character is going to have uh, a, a probably a dog familiar, it's not going to it's not going to matter much. Well, no, <laughs> it but become, um, reality becomes so like, role so, play at that point. Yeah. Well, yes, but 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 one of the houses that I house sit at does not have internet. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. She 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 bums the internet off of her neighbor, and so it's like one bar of Wi-Fi. But the, I hear they <laughs> yeah, have pretty no, good cookies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's never going yeah. away, right? Nope. No, it's not. No, <laughs> no Wi-Fi, but good cookies. Yep. <laughs> You'll be sitting there uh, talking into your phone like you're in a call with us, not realizing yeah. it because you've had too many cookies. Yeah. Uh, well, that uh, happened. Why were you guys so silent is. last night? I thought we were playing a role-playing game. It's just like, we were waiting <laughs> on you. What? I was yeah, there. You better get enough cookies and Ray could just do Malkavian. Go. You know, like, so here, here's the thing, like, Breaking down the different clans. Enough cookies, and I do everyone's character. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) You're a Malkavian that thinks they're a Toreador. Yeah. (sighs) An entire Broadway musical is happening. Yeah. Uh, It's a one-person show. That that would actually be wonderful for me, but... (laughs) My character happens to have a steak. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly why we're not doing the game in Omaha. (laughs) <laughs> there. <laughs> Some people have beef with that. Yeah, right? it's also probably why we're not doing it in New York too, because my character would never leave Broadway Strip. No, <laughs> just uh, go from one theater to the next. So, so your character gets strip state. <laughs> so um, the decision to do. Nashville was I wanted to do an area that was unfamiliar to mm-hmm. most of the players. I looked at a lot of different like I didn't want to do like a major major city. I didn't want to do uh-huh. like New York or <clears throat> or uh, LA, um mm-hmm. Vegas. I mean Vegas was a was an option at one point. I'm like, "Nah." Um 
I didn't want to do anywhere. Uh, I didn't want to do Philadelphia, for example. Yeah. Right. Um, or St. Louis. Or St. Louis. Yeah. Doubly so now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, wouldn't have wanted- oh, got it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. My brain is like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, wouldn't want to do Kansas City because then I would have to explain which Kansas City every 10 minutes. Um, yep. <laughs> wait, wait are we, we in Missouri? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so, uh, it's Kansas City by night? Which Kansas City? Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do Springfield. Yeah. Um, oh gosh like every state has a Springfield yeah Yeah. I couldn't do uh, I didn't want to do like and this is before even Maury like I I figured like oh if I ask Maury Maury will probably be interested and it'll be a great way to kind of get like the two shows to interact you Mm -hmm. know Uh which is something we've wanted to do for quite some time yeah I just want to hang out with Maury yeah same (laughs) like mood and Maury is like super excited that that Ray's going to be part of this. So I saw like I got added in to the to the chat for it, like right at the same time that you dropped like a character sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Maury got super excited. And you're like, for the character sheet? And Maury's like, no, Ray. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I didn't want to go and say you're excited because (laughs) Ray's in the group now. Like, I didn't want to say that because that would just come off like wrong. (laughs) Yeah. But of course, it would have seemed forced, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if I'm like, you're excited. And there's no way to answer no to that. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I mean, you seem like a dick if you say no to that question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That or you're just a very sarcastic person. You're excited about the character sheet? Well, that, and I would have answered, well, that too, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, uh, sure. Coterie size, I'm looking at like four or five. Okay. And we now have three. So uh, basically, what's going to end up happening is. Uh, I don't at, know what a Coterie is. Uh, it's a group. Okay. Yeah. It's. Party. Yeah, it's your party, is yeah. the, gotcha. the term Coterie. Yeah. Unless we're playing Sabat, which they haven't released for V5 yet, and then that would be Pack. Uh, but then you'd also have to deal with the Valdry and all the other stuff, and yeah, blood drinking rituals with the other vampires, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Hmm. They're the asshole vampires, basically. I mean, most, mo- yeah, kind of. The shovelheads. Yeah, I'm also hoping. Um, so. Onyx Path Publishing is doing um, a source book for V5 uh, called okay. Chicago by Night. Um, so basically, it's going to detail the Chicago by Night. You know, it's going to have a couple uh, chronicles you can run and stuff like that in that area, um, as well as kind of the structure of that city and surrounding mm-hmm. cities, uh, which is kind of cool. Um. But one thing they're introducing in that book is the new clan La Sombra. So being a backer gives you access to the early manuscripts. And they have said that they are going to release the clan La Sombra stuff uh, before the end of the Kickstarter. Yay. Okay. Which means Balan now has three clans to big, big <laughs> shit for. 
<laughs> Once I get some information on them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was. I think I, Nashville by Night works better anyway because of alliteration. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I looked at like I looked at like a just like middle of the country, like mm-hmm. stuff that didn't have a lot of lore attached to it, and like Nashville, there's not a lot of lore, if any, for uh, in the world of darkness, which is kind of cool. So it's kind of like a, it, it's to, to kind of say something that Ballin would say. I have a sandbox. Yep, an open world. I I yeah. has I has sandbox, and I can I can create it however I want. Yep. Um, and that would be the problem if I did like Seattle by night or or New yeah, York by you, night, Charleston by night, night even. You have to worry about conflicting with already established material. Exactly. Which you can always play with your own alternate reality effectively and change things. Fair. But, well, one, one one thing that was mentioned in um, if, if you guys and I'll I'll share the uh, thing with you guys, uh, the the playlist on it. I might ha- I may have already in the in the um the group chat mm-hmm. on it. Um, but uh, Matthew Dawkins, uh, who is he works for Onyx Path Publishing. He's written for World of Darkness books and such. Um, and he's involved heavily in Chicago by Night. Um, he does. He did a series for White Wolf's uh, YouTube page, which is kind of like an eight-part series on uh, Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition as told by a vampire, basically. Like somebody mm. kind of bringing you into that world. And the first chapter is everything before this was prologue. Which is just like, yeah, all that shit happened. That's all in the past. Don't worry about that. Yep. So it's kind of... So, I mean, it's it's very much the situation of, yeah, all this lore may have been already established in these these areas, but feel free to kind of be like, do your own thing in them as well. So... Um, we will be running an Anarch game, so because the Anarchs are more fun and they have a lot less restriction than the Camarilla. Uh, like the Camarilla, like part of part of the, the Masquerade 2.0, um, as I'm calling it. Um, uh, they they don't like technology, <laughs> so no cell phones, no uh, no social media, none of that. Yep. Yeah. Having one they see as a violation of the Camarilla law. And you don't want to violate Camarilla law. <laughs> Unless you're not in the Camarilla. Well, I mean, at that point, you're like, fuck you. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, remind us what our coterie is going to be again. You know, who they're siding with. Our coterie is uh, siding with the Anarchs. Yeah. So, you know, fuck you. Give him my bars. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to liberate this cell tower. <laughs> just, <Yep. laughs> just going to sit here and pet my cell phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay, baby. I won't <laughs> let anybody hurt you. It's it's okay. We're, we're anarchs. We're not filthy Camarilla. Yeah. Yeah. No. We're not some luddite. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the way... I hear a knock at my door. <laughs> huh? I hear a knock at my door. Oh, no. Yeah, did, the exactly. fuck, did the fucking Ventru find you? <laughs> or is it the Second Inquisition? 
One of the two. Yeah, it's not a good thing. No. Um, but no, I've been I've been digging deep into fifth uh, edition. The three books that have been released for fifth edition. I've also been digging deep into um, just the standard lore of uh, the World mm -hmm. of Darkness. So, I mean, they there's not like they haven't really reintroduced a lot of the other supernatural types yet, uh, especially mm -hmm. as playable. Um, so, for example, like they said, uh, they don't have new rules for the mages yet. Um, so the mages aren't haven't been included yet. Um, the same thing with uh, werewolves. Uh, though Chicago by Night does introduce uh, NPC werewolves, I think. It might have been introduced in one of the other books, too. I just haven't read that far in. Because I have fucking... The, the core book is, what, 400 and something pages. And I'm just... Yeah, that's a thing. Um... But the big thing is, like, the Camarilla consists of six, well, consists of technically seven clans, and that's been a constant through the yeah. World of Darkness. Seven uh, is actually a good number for assemblages. It's why the Avengers have always had, to go back to previous, the Avengers and the Justice League have always had seven members. Yeah. Um, so the members, like, in, in the V5 core book, uh, they have seven clans listed, five of which are Camarilla. And that is your Ventru, your Nosferatu, your Toreador, your Tremere, and your Malkavian. How do you get seven? <laughs> you have the Anarch groups, which is the, uh, the Gangrel and the Bruja. Uh, mm -hmm. So those are established, but all, all the clans can have, like, can be Anarch as well. Uh, which is kind of cool. They're called traitor clans, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's a thing. It happens. Yeah. Meh. Yep. Um, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Uh, in the Camarilla book, they introduced the sixth uh, Camarilla clan, which was the, uh, the Benu Hakim, uh, formerly known as the Asimite. I would say they went with a rebranding. However, that is the name that they've used uh, previously. And that's the name that they prefer to go by. Because Asimite sounds too much like Assassin. Also sounds a little bit too much like, you know, Ass Muncher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Anarch book introduced the Ministry, which is a rebranded followers of Set. And I was excited as fuck about this. For multiple reasons. I mean, first off, mm -hmm. I want to have more clans to play with. Mm. You know, that's just, that's a thing. Followers of Set have always been interesting. And, I mean, when it comes to Followers of Set, I always know, um, I always know one person I can ask questions, well, I know a few people I could ask questions to. Um, but I can specifically ask them because they're pretty knowledgeable when it comes to the uh, the setite, and of course, uh, I'm sure that was a joke, Bowen, but I have no, I don't get it. Um, to answer your question, Ray, 
the the game group chat. But no, they're not. There's a link. The only link in there is there's two YouTube links, and then the a fillable the fillable character Hold sheet. On. That's right. it. You right. might have come in right Stop. after I dropped it. No, I scrolled. I just scrolled all the way up. Well, there, there's another place. Dark, um, Dark Finder. Yeah, place to drop this random stuff in Dark Finder. Yeah, that's the other place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I still like my answer better. <laughs> okay, is it just the fillable forms then? No, no there should be. No, a scroll up. You're looking at the Google Drive. It's a second okay. Google Drive link. Is it? Yeah. Did you send it last Friday? I should have. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Screw this. Not enough of this uh, dancing around it. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Here. There. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm through with the whole seeing eye dog leading you to thing. <laughs> Actually, hold on. No, it it is in the group. Uh, the the Nashville by Night group. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It says, Toddy. Yeah, it's right above the fillable sheet. Right after added directly right to the group. Then there's the link, and then there's the the fillable sheet. Yeah. I knew it was fucking right above it. Oh. Okay. So on my screen, it looked like that. What they did, that didn't look like two separate messages. It looked like that was, Uh, there was that link and then the fillable sheet was connected to that link ah i hear a head desking yes i hear a head desking too but no i see i see what yeah okay yeah in my defense it did look like the like you know how sometimes when you put a link like it'll show the link and then like it'll have the picture or whatever no and i get the way that it's broken up it looks like that is connected to the link yeah so, so my brain did not register yeah. that. As well, I can see that, with the exception of the two separate Todd EVFs. I can see that. No, it doesn't have two separate Todd EVFs. It does for me. It, it does not for me, is what I'm saying. Which is... Is that on my screen, it does not have two. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It's, it's fine. Rocks fall, everyone I'm gonna, dies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove this to you. <laughs> I'm gonna prove to you... Shut up, camera. <laughs> is it telling you to clean your lens? It is telling me to clean my lens, and I don't want to clean my freaking lens. Gotta love the galaxy, because the galaxy does the same <sighs> shit to me. Yeah, that's what this is. This is the Galaxy S9. Yeah, yeah we know. Um, I have a Moto E5. That phone sucks. I'm just gonna say that for the record. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, it's... So here's my question. Here's the thing, though. Uh, You know what? Actually, let me do a little testing here. I also have Discord on my phone. I'm going to see if this is a mobile thing. Uh, Well, I was looking at Discord on my phone, and it was... And it showed it broken up, so... Well, and that and that's not the that's not the phone version. That's the that's, that's my oh, desktop true, yeah. version. Yeah, it's true. Okay, then Discord just fucked up. That's all. Yeah. I, no, you know what? I 
believe it may have something to do with um, Ray joining, messages coming in, multiple messages from one person, and then Ray actually finally checking the uh, yeah. the the uh, DM. I just took a little bit of initiative on that. I pinged it. Good job. I should have done that. <laughs> I should have done that. Um, but anyway, like back to the uh, the ministry. The so when it comes to like people, I can ask about like World of Darkness and stuff. Fillable. What happened? And the fillable. And the fillable. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Okay. Um, so of people, I can ask about like World of Darkness stuff. Obviously, I mean. Uh, a lot of my stuff I can get from the uh, White Wolf Wiki, um, mm -hmm. which I can actually ask the person <laughs> who wrote a lot of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Ian, I can ask him uh, for certain things. Like, if I if I hit a point where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but when it comes to, like, the setites, I could always just kind of send a message to... Uh, honestly, and... and I've always said I don't like playing favorites. Um, when it when it comes to uh, my Twitch community, but she is legitimately one of my favorites. <laughs> like, um, and it's so good to have Fair. her back in the community. Yes, yes. Uh, we're talking about New Wave Masquerade. New mm. Wave is New Wave is like such such an awesome person. She mm -hmm. really is, and we've we've missed her so much. Yes. Um, but it's great yes, that yes. it's great that Twitch fixed their shit and now New Wave can can be back in the community. So um, for those not knowing what happened, uh New Wave was one of those people that was affected with the wonderful um uh Error two thousand constantly on Twitch that yes. allowed them not to watch any streams. Ooh. Yeah. Um Ever. Yeah. yeah. They were deal. Uh, she was dealing with it f since December <laughs> last year, almost. Yeah. Oh my god. Almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. And Twitch finally fixed their shit. Because the wow. problem is only affecting a small group of people, so yep. it wasn't urgent. Yep. Yep. I mean. Yep. That's the way every company works with when it comes to software. You pass the big shit, and then you work your way down to the small shit. Yeah. And unfortunately, if it only affects a tiny percentage, that's the small shit. Yeah. It's not small for the people with effects, but that's triage. Right. And I mean, I, I'd made so comments dumb. numerous times saying, like, because I would be asked, like, why are you doing YouTube content again? And I'm like, because Twitch can't fix their shit. I have people yeah. that I have people that want to watch like what I put out and they can't. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And they'd be like yeah. like like who? And I'm like like New Wave. I miss having yeah. New Wave around. Exactly. Yeah. New Wave is awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny how like one person like y you guys have been around my streams like this past year and seen how like low end like I've like kind of low energy and shit I've been and then like new mm. wave popped up and it was just like boom oh, oh shit yeah. yeah yeah and then it's just like all right it's now we're, now we're doing this shit for real yeah um but yeah I mean it's just it was so good to see her again she is awesome 
she's one of these people that just enhances the stream. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then it was, always great with a good comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was what was funny was um, at one point she goes, "Can I can I post a link?" And I'm like, "You're you're you're a mod. You're a member of my Talmaray. Like you <laughs> you have all the privileges. <laughs> like yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just <laughs> you're not billed. Yes, you can post a link. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> As long as it's safe for work. Oh, God. <laughs> She's not billed. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I, I will just put it this way. New Wave has a very interesting Twitter. Oh, God, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that I wish Twitter didn't broadcast all the things I like. <laughs> or else I'd be liking a lot more of New Wave's <laughs> retweets. <laughs> To put this right, I would not suggest you subscribe to New Wave's Twitter. Okay, Let's just Fair. put it that Noted. way. Yeah, yeah. Noted. The nature of the graphics of the links are not to your liking. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. No. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this loud and clear. Oh yeah, yeah no, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yep. There, there is no confusion <laughs> at all. Because I don't want you to go stumbling in and go, oh, God, must burn my computer. (laughs) What what happened? No. (laughs) I must sanitize now. I must sanitize everything. Cleanse it with fire. I'm going to take a a, a bath in Purell now. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean... Eh? Pocky? Pocky. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had something to uh, sate my, my hunger right now. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Hi, Bethany. <laughs> That's Minister ben- Bethany <laughs> of the ministry. Well it very well might be, yes. You, you do realize that there was a possibility. Okay, so the way I basically got things going character-wise, um, Ray will be like 95% on this. Essentially creating a vampire version of their Pathfinder character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the character concepts I have of the number of them floating around is a vampire version of my Pathfinder character. Oh, let's be let's oh, be honest. Part of your Pathfinder, my, my, my most prominent <laughs> yeah. Pathfinder character. Yeah. Fair. Oh God, now I'm wondering about freaking vampire no. Thera. Thank oh, you. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already have vampire Emma Sue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. not been true. <laughs> Not even lying. That's the, that's the voice I'm talking about. Um, then you have and your. The, uh, the funny thing about all that is that's how that's how Todd sold me on this. Yeah. Because <laughs> when Todd Todd was talking yeah. about this, and I was like, I mean, that sounds great, and I really miss role playing. But character creation. But I have to make a character. <laughs> and then Todd's like, first Todd was like, 
and the way that he was talking about it. He's like, and Ray, I've pretty much already got your character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just started cracking up. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I it was pretty like, much have a concept for your character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. how it went. And I was like, okay, so... <laughs> I was, and I explained that that's where my brain had first went, was, oh no, character creation. Yep. Yeah. We knew that for a fact, which is why yeah. we got this before we ever came to you. Which, uh, to be perfectly honest, like, and Bowen can attest to this, Bowen had planned on, like, oh, it's going to take me quite some time to kind of start making characters. I was expecting I'd be done by the end of the month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Well, you were done until I... Yeah, until, yeah. Now I'm going to have to have an extra day. But character oh, flies now. Yeah, I mean, my, that the mechanics part, the creative part is going to take as long as it's going to take. Yeah, but the act, to be honest though, just going through the character creation part gives you ideas for your character. Yeah, it mm -hmm. really does. Uh, things especially like, the predator rules. Oh yeah, the predator type. Ooh. Yeah, that right there just it, the predator type <laughs> determines your personality a lot, a lot of time. Yeah, because mm -hmm. someone who has Sammy is completely different from someone who has Alley Cat, or somebody that has Cleaver. Or Siren. Yeah. Hell, Siren and Cleaver couldn't be more different when you get right down to it. Yeah. Or even Bagger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though, if you're a Ventrue, like, there's... You have a smaller list of Predator types to yeah, choose from. because some of them can't be done. You, you can't be a yeah. You can't be a bagger. You can't be a... Did, which ones did you say? I heard bagger and... Farmer and bagger. Yeah, farmer, bagger, yeah. But you you get a completely different. Basically, the two ways to go about it is find a um, you know um, a predator type you like and build a character around that, or find the predator type to fit the character concept you've already got. Yeah, yeah. And I but that's going to be your most important choice, in my opinion. And I I definitely think with <laughs> with Ray, what'll be the the easiest way to do it would be probably um, we find the we find the uh, predator type. That works. Like obviously, yeah. we lay out uh, we lay out the stats first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, which I, I'm loving the way the stats are handled in in V five. Oh God, yes, so easy. Yeah, it's no more of this. Like, all right, you're gonna start this section, and now you're gonna go down to the bottom of the page, and you're gonna fill this in, and now you're gonna go to the middle of the page, and then you're gonna go back to the bottom of the page, and then you're gonna go back to yeah. the top of the page. Like, and none yeah. of that bullshit. You have one attribute with four dots, three attributes with three dots, four attributes with two dots, and one attribute with one dot. You yep. get to pick where to go. Yeah. You pick your best stat, you pick your worst stat, and then you fill in the blanks. Yep. So yeah, basically when I go over this with you, Mike, when I go over this with you and I, I help you build your character. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which tech, which I'm going to be doing with Mori too. So don't don't feel bad. Okay. Um, I would I'm do it. With, sending, yeah. I would do it with Ballin, but Ballin already is ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I had mentioned the idea of possibly running a campaign, and I think Ballin has like what eight characters for my campaign. Yeah. That yeah. I'm still that yeah. I still am like yeah. not done. Figuring I, out yet? I didn't. I didn't realize Ballin made that many magical girls. <laughs> I'm not doing a magical girl campaign yet. <laughs> I have said whatever you want to run, I will be there, even if it's magical girls. Yeah. Yeah. 
even if it's like I do, I do really dragons. want to, uh, which is another thing that's gonna that 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 one's a definitely a yet. I definitely want to do a Pelion. Um, <laughs> I draw but, the line. That we all take. We are all characters in a musical. I draw the line at that. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is it like? Right. Dang. But right now, there's like four games I want to run. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, V five. That's happening. Yes. Um, yeah. My game that'll happen at some point. Um, yes. It's kind of been kind of been pushed off because V five. Fair. Um, but V five is a great way to get us all together. Yeah. And on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like, yeah, V five's like that's a finished product. Like, we got this. Yeah. Um, yeah. No playtesting needed. Exactly. And the other one would be like playtesting and such. Um, I want to eventually run a Pugmire. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, Storms. Yeah, basically it's Storms the RPG. Uh, it is a huh? it, it is a game where you play as dogs. Oh. In a fantasy yeah. in a fantasy setting. So it's yeah. like Pathfinder meets dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So eventually, I want to. I want to. Even I, that might be something I even pass off and say, like, "Hey, somebody run this." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's another one I'm actually kind of interested in, even yeah. though dog mm-hmm. not necessarily my thing, just because it's a kooky idea and I love the idea. Well, and they released yeah. the second book for it too, where uh, mm-hmm. where it focuses on the cats. Okay, so maybe oh. I do that. Yeah. So. Um. And then the other one is Trinity Continuum. So, yeah. which let's let's be honest. I mean, that's it looks pretty <clears throat> badass to begin with. Um, and the fact that Ian worked on it does not yeah. hurt it at all. Oh no, I would be there for that too. Yeah, honestly, I love role playing. I'm there for anything. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> fair. Except musicals. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so one of the one of the things in um, one of the things, and I'll have to get with this on all the players, and mm-hmm. I'm mentioning this to you now, Ray. Um, <laughs> oh boy, that expression <laughs> is okay. with each player. I have to, f- I basically going to have to like make a list of like hard limits. Okay. Yeah. Uh, based on the other players. So for okay. you, I already have iHorror on that, that hard limit list. Yes. Uh, there's the unspoken, like, um, you know, basically, like, uh, more of the, the violent um, sexual stuff is, like, mm-hmm. a no-go at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which that's, I fully agree with anyway. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. and it's funny because, like, I... I was just talking, I've talked to Ballin about this and I was just like, so I'm going to have, I'm going to have to come up with a list of like hard limits on stuff. And I'm like, do you have any? And basically Ballin says that and I'm like, yeah, that's already on the list. Yeah. Like, but I wanted to make it known officially. For yeah. Me. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Fair. I honestly don't have much else, uh, you know, hard on my list. Yeah. I've, I've got a few, um, <laughs> But and that's why we discuss these things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want to run something and then have a situation where you feel super uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because games are about having fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely something I'm going to have to go and do the same with Maury. Uh, mm -hmm. And typically when I'll do that is when I'm helping you build and flesh out your characters. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll take to, I mean, I did, I did an NP, I made an NPC using standard character creation um, mm -hmm. on stream. And I was also kind of talking to chat and getting ideas from them and all the other stuff. So it took a lot mm -hmm. longer than it should have. Um, but it should take like 45 minutes an hour. It should. Depending. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something that'll be uh, fun to do, you know. And awesome. I'll pr I'll probably just like get everybody in on the call so for that okay. for when I do those because I mean it's, I'd be able to kind of like you know for example I know I know how you are with character creation <laughs> how I am with character creation I know yeah. how Ballin is with character creation I'm like all right we're gonna do character creation and I'm just so I just get a look and I'm like what's that look for it's just like how many characters do you need and I'm like, what do you mean? I already have nine characters done. And I'm like, yeah. I just said we're doing character creation. <laughs> I'm already done. I, you want to just give creation. me some? No. I mean, my characters are a little weird, right? I know. I'm okay being especially. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the biggest thing is to do... I've been more open to it since, like, listening to... And that's awesome, yeah. But it's still so hard for me. Like a lot, a lot oh of my it. Gosh, a lot of it comes down personally <clears throat> to the systems. Some systems are very rulesy and make uh -huh. it more difficult to create the character you want to create. Well, and but even just like coming up with backstories for them. And personalities for them is, like, the hardest thing in the world for me. And it's like, why? <laughs> it shouldn't be this hard. No, and I, I get that. I, I completely get that. I mean, um, I mean, this will be... Actually, is the entire group... Because I know, I know this isn't my first vampire game. It's the first time running. Mm -hmm. My first and fifth edition. Mm -hmm. Um, but Ballin, you have not played Vampire before, right? Never. I've have owned the books, but that's it. And the books are so well written. <laughs> Jesus, I love them. And they're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. The art. The art is fantastic. Uh, the art in the new book is a mix between like the standard art that they would do in the older books and photogra uh, photographic art. So mm. it's actually really cool. Like they, they hired LARPers. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. 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 Nice. Dude, I would love to make cosplay costumes for art books for. I'm going to go back a moment to the RPG books. Because I don't know what possessed me to look for this, but I'm on Amazon and I'm looking at Stan Lee Pops. How much are they? Mm. The cheapest. Is the Guardians of the Galaxy Stanley number two eighty one? This isn't a chase. This isn't a rare. It's eighty dollars. That's well. That one was pricey to begin with. Yeah, but um, that's the cheapest. Yeah, 
I want to emphasize that. Yeah. The most expensive is the Chrome Stanley at 975 Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, woof. Um, yeah, I'm actually all. pulling it up on Pop Price Guide right now. Ah. Uh, How, yeah, the Funko Pez dispenser can't stand Lee is twenty eight forty. The Dwarves is sixty four. God damn. Actually, yeah. the uh, on Pop Price Guide, I can get the uh, Zendarian Ladies Man Stanley from Guardians of the Galaxy number two eighty one for twenty four dollars. Jeez. Hmm. I can get the <laughs> I can get the Stanley uh Dorb for eighteen dollars. Damn. General Stanley from Captain America for fifty. Mm. Smithsonian Guard Stanley for forty one. That's not bad. The gold Stanley for one fifty five. Uh blue superhero stand for one thirty five. Uh, my mistake, by the way, is not chrome. It is platinum silver, kamikaze exclusive. That's nine seventy five. Platinum, uh, platinum superhero Stan one forty. Um, one sixty for the uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con Stanley. Seventy five for the uh, Stanley signature. Stanley with enough set on his shirt. Uh, for 110. <laughs> that'd uh, be the one I'd want. The True Believer shirt uh, variant no, is 95. Hmm. Uh, Wizard World is 65. Fan Expo with white shoes is 145. New York Comic Con is 80. The British flag variant is uh, 145. Uh, Asian Stanley uh, is ninety five. What? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Kamikaze Stanley sixty five, Supercon eighty five, uh, Super no- uh, Supernova is one thirty five. Uh, the green Asian Stan- uh, Asia Stanley is uh, 41. The red uh, is 30. Fan Expo Red Shoes is 95. Um, and Red Superhero is 65. So I mean, like, so I'm just- like I said, on Amazon they're expensive right now. Yeah, don't don't get them on Amazon. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying people jacked the prices up recently, is my point. Stan Lee yeah. Superhero Gold Metallic uh, signed. Ooh. 200 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. Sorry to interrupt the whole you know, world darkness stuff, but just that. I-, I was looking, and I was like, What? <laughs> Uh, I just found a I just found a Grail Pop. Oh, Pop Vinyl Pop Stanley Stanley Superhero Red Metallic. Ooh, they only made twelve of these. Ooh, twenty seven hundred dollars. Damn. 
Yeah. Yeah, if if I, I, I have lottery goals. If I ever got the lottery, I would get one of each stand. Yeah. That would be well that would be my goal. No, I'd get two. One to put away and one to have open. Uh here's a yes. uh uh, Middle East film and Comic Con uh, version of the Captain America Stanley General <laughs> for sixteen dollars yeah. estimated value. Yeah, mm. that's pretty cool. Yep, I might just do that honestly. Yeah, and then they show like the listings on like where to where to get them too. Yeah, so, or what, no, the last sales on them rather. So yeah. Uh, so never pay. Oh no, no. Never no, no. never pay Amazon prices for especially if like me you're the kind of person who doesn't need the box. Yeah. I would be okay with a, an, an unboxed one getting off of eBay for cheaper. Mm-hmm. For example, or so, the box for damage or something. So I'm I'm looking at uh my pop collection right now. Uh the value in the last 2 weeks uh since I've uploaded my list onto uh Pop Price Guide. Has mm-hmm. fluctuated between four fifty and uh, like five fifty. Ooh. Uh, right now, right now it's at four sixty eight, so it's kind of gone down in price on some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, the right now the pop that's that if I were to sell it would be get me the most money is my standard leather face huh. for thirty one mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, the Doctor Strange Ghost Rider, which was a convention exclusive, which was also sold through Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. Which, thanks to employee discount, I got for eight dollars. Um, sells for twenty two. Wow! Yeah, I own three pops. Well, no, technically I own four. I just don't have the fourth one yet because it was a pre. It's a pre order. Mm. Um, which which people, which one? That the pre order one. That's the Voltron one that I yeah. did <laughs> in. No, no Voltron. Voltron. Oh, the, the Amazon exclusive one? Yeah. The yeah. Amazon exclusive one that I got in. <laughs> oh, uh, and um, you, <clears throat> will, you will feel very happy about this, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we had gotten our, um, our Voltron pops in. Yeah. Pidge was the first to sell out. Yay! Yeah, go Pidge. I, need to, I, need, I do need to get the actual... Um, I do need to get Pidge and Lance and... All, I, I need to get all of them. I need to get. I would. I would say go to uh, like Hot Topics are trying to keep them in stock. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. And they also not have. Able to currently, but. Understandable. Understandable. Eventually. And they also have the exclusive um, Shiro uh, Go in the Dark variant. So. <laughs> I currently have Neat. four pops. I have mm-hmm. the. You Luke Cage with the yellow disco shirt and the tiara mm-hmm. because that's the only Luke Cage that exists. I <laughs> I have uh, She-Hulk in both the costumed and lawyer variants. Those are the only two they make. And that, I that isn't Al. like the Dorb. Yeah, and I have Weird Al. Gotcha. Uh-huh. I have thirty-seven. Yeah. Wow. Uh, nice. Dorb wise, I have Star Lord with the Milano. I have Unmasked Jason and Pinhead. Uh, the mystery minis, I have Baghead Jason, which came in a mystery box. I also have a um, Ash vs. Evil Dead keychain thing, which is kind of cool. Uh, 
actual pop wise, I got the NES color uh, Jason, uh, 8-bit pop, Civil Warrior Secret Empire variant, uh, Vault Boy Medic, Agent, uh, Agent Carter with the uh, Nitromine Bomb, uh, Avengers 2 Black Widow, Dancing Groot, uh, Yellow Daredevil, thanks Ballin, Doctor Strange Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange Movie, uh, Groot Volume 2 Jumpsuit with Patch, Unmasked Gwenpool, Howard the Duck, uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan, Rocket, and Groot, uh, Rocket with Groot from uh, Guardians Volume 2, She-Hulk, Unmasked Spider-Gwen, Squirrel Girl, uh, Pop Minis Peanuts, which is Charlie's, uh, Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Lucy, and Linus, uh, Aguilar Crouching from the Assassin's Creed movie, Beetlejuice in the Wedding Outfit, uh, Chucky on the Cart from Child's Play 2, Jason Voorhees, uh, Leatherface, Leatherface with the Pretty Woman Mask, uh, Lydia Dietz in the Wedding Dress, uh, Pop Rides, Daenerys with Drogon. Uh, then I also have, uh, from Ash vs. Evil Dead, I have Ash, Kelly, Pablo, and Ruby. I have that whole set, which is awesome. I do have the Fourth Doctor, fourth doctor with Jelly Babies, which was the Barnes & Noble exclusive. And I have Tom Servo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that. So I have this Amazon exclusive Voltron on the way. Mm-hmm. I've got... Which is nice. It's a really nice metallic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got Nathan Drake. Um, I think it's the Uncharted 4 version. Okay. Um, and then I've got Sora and Riku from Kingdom Hearts. Which, which Sora and Riku? Uh, one second, let me go check. Because Hot Topic has two exclusive Soras right now. And Ray took off their headphones. <laughs> We're, I'm going to say something when, when Ray gets back and the reaction is probably going to be like, why do you do this? <laughs> you know I can't do this right now. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Oh, it's going to be terrific. And it's going to be talking about pop exclusives, so. All right, so which one's okay. up? Uh, Sora. I don't know. It doesn't say anything special, but it's just. Oh, so it's just standard Sora. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Just Kingdom Hearts Sora. And same thing for. For Riku, yeah. For Riku. Well. But then, yes, it is the Uncharted for Nathan Drake. Okay, cool. Hmm. Um, so yeah. last week, uh, we also got some Kingdom Hearts pops in. <laughs> Two of which are exclusive. <laughs> and both are Sora. <laughs> uh, we got Toy Story Sora. Yeah, okay. And Christmas Town Sora. Ooh. 
Uh, oh, I have that game coming on the way. That's another thing that I'm super excited about for this coming year. I have that on pre-order. Nice. Nice. I actually have that with the... I went ahead and got the... Um, I didn't get the like the big package that they had going on, because I didn't really care about the toys. Fair. Because but you got the deluxe. But I got the deluxe. Yeah. With like but, the art book mm-hmm. and the pen... And <sighs> yes, just and I'm pretty sure I got the yeah, I got the physical copy. We because uh, you could do it like with just the download to the mm-hmm, PS4. Yeah. And I'm like, no, give me the disc. Yeah, uh, we've been we've actually been getting a lot of uh, Kingdom Hearts stuff in lately, too. Um, God, <clears throat> we need to go to Hot Topic again. Yeah, we uh, just got. um was one of the things we got in was uh, Kingdom Hearts slippers that look like uh, Sora's shoes, the yellow oh. yellow Sora shoes. Dude, yeah. that would make cosplay so easy. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Although, I mean, I'm playing the cosplay Riku, not Sora. That's that's fair. Because like, I do not want to style that Sora wig. Like that's, that. That's, no, that's fine. No. <laughs> um, we also have an Organization 13 hoodie, um, a Kingdom Hearts jacket, which uh, is pretty nice. It's pre- pretty nice. I have an Organization 13, like the whole jacket pattern. So oh, the nice. hoodies, I'm kind of like, because I can make just like the, the, the jacket itself. I've got a pattern to do that. Um, but a, a Kingdom Hearts jacket, I'm kind of, that's kind of interesting to me. Have I, we've, we've had, yeah, we've had a couple, uh, I was gonna say we've had a couple episodes where I've waxed poetic about my love for Kingdom Hearts. hmm Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've heard uh, a little bit about this, but yeah. Well, no, I know you have. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that. That the podcast realized how much. Ooh, and it's a varsity jacket. <laughs> I love varsity jackets. Oh, I know, right? Well, I mean, I just grabbed the first one I saw, so. And check out that sweet patch on the back. Sweet uh, design on the back, even. I know. I'm kind of in love with it. We all know what you have to do, Ray. Fam! (laughs) (laughs) What? What did I do? I didn't do anything. I did nothing. Okay, so the pop version of Toy Story Sora mm-hmm. is so much better than the Toy Story Sora toy that you get with the like pre-buy of the game. Yeah. And in my opinion, like I'm sure there are people that thought that was super cool, but I think it just looks janky personally. Which is why I didn't buy it, which is why I just got the deluxe version. I mean, this is <laughs> I mean this is nice too. This is an exclusive. Yeah, is not an exclusive, but I know that's something to be kind of cool for you. 
as well, pop-wise. Yeah, I mean, ooh, that's he's really cute. <laughs> what happened? His little his little Christmas his little Monsters Inc. Yeah. version is super cute. Oh my gosh. Goodbye. Goodbye wallet. <laughs> Rip wallet. Okay, so actually those slippers I mean, while those super slippers look super comfortable, I don't know that I would use them for cosplay no, if I you were to wouldn't. cosplay Sora. That would that would actually kind of now. I'm I'm a little too. Eh. Gryffindor. <laughs> I mean, they got you covered in all the other ones too. So do yeah. they have Hufflepuff? They should because every time I go to to Hot Topic, we like, sell tons of Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw shit. Okay. Well, my hot topic here either never has them in stock or doesn't bring them around. Are you and talking about the sweater or anything? Well, okay, no, I say anything. I did get a really cute pair of earrings, and I finally found a Hufflepuff um, uh, tie. So I find I do finally have a Hufflepuff tie. Ooh. So I'm just gonna have like all the track jackets. And you need something to go with. <laughs> I don't actually like that. Okay. I mean, you know, that's fair. Not let's, everything is going to be everyone's tastes. Let's be a little bit more serious here. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what's so wrong about the, uh... What, what's, what's wrong okay. with the uh, pajama pants? Actually, actually, clicking the link, it's not as bad as I thought. But yeah. just seeing the little tiny thing, it, the, the tiny picture in Discord was kind of like, no. Yeah. But no, the skirt is actually, just looks kind of... Meh? That's, yeah, it just looks kind of meh. Fair. It looks it looks shoddily made, honestly. Like I don't know, and and maybe it's because of the 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 fact that the school that I went to, when I think plaid skirts, I think very defined pleating. Gotcha. And that does not have defined pleating, and it just looks. It just looks. Halloweeny. Yeah, it just looks. Bleh. It looks like you didn't put any effort in it, or like they didn't put any effort into it. Gosh. We're just flooding you with, with Hufflepuff. You, you are. Yeah. You yeah. are. Ooh. Okay. I wish some of this stuff would actually show up at my at my hot topic. Like something like this. I, love, I do like that cardigan, though. So one thing I will say, being an employee of, of said company, if they have it on the website, they can order it for you. And you go, well, why would I want them to order it for me when I could order it myself, right? Shipping. Yes. Shipping is a big thing. First off, you can have it shipped to that location, which is free, which is great. Or... From the store, you can have it shipped to you for a discounted rate. Oh, okay. Um, I know with 
at least in my area, it's uh, what is it, one ninety nine for shipping. Oh wow, that's yes. not bad. Yeah. No, not at all. So, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. They they have a lot of Slytherin and a lot of the the store that is in my area has a lot of Hubble or not not a lot a lot of Slytherin and a lot of Gryffindor stuff. There they have a little bit of Ravenclaw. And then Hufflepuff, it's like the super bare minimum. And it's incredibly distressing. Oh my gosh, I love that denim jacket. I, I kind of want that hat. I adore that denim jacket. Oh my gosh. But I kind of like this hat a little bit more. Those are really cool. I just don't like snapback hats. Fair. I, I wear them all the time. That's, time the com that's completely fair. Like, there are several snapback hats that I really want. Well, I don't wear snapback, but that's the style. I wear ball caps. I can deal yeah. with it being a snapback. That's fair. I, there, there's a few that I see at, like, cons that I go to. Like, one that, that's, like, it says Paladin, and it's got, like, it, it, and it's like um, done with like galaxy a mm -hmm. type pattern look, and it's really cool, and I really love it. But I never wear snapbacks, or and and I very rarely wear ball caps. Yeah, every time I leave the house, I'm in a ball cap. Yeah. In fact, I, I say, it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I uh, I wear I wear bell caps. I wore a ball cap when I was doing the manual job, mostly to keep my hair out of mm -hmm. my face. Mm -hmm. um, that's not the only time that I wear a ball cap. Yeah, I actually got this one most recently because the bill on my previous one was disintegrating from how old it was and that overused it was. That's fair. Yeah. I think part of it is that I color my hair. Yeah, and you want people to see it. And I want, yeah. And I mean, but... At the same time, like I wear, I wear beanies. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so cute. That visceral reaction. You, oh. you, did you read the description above that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That was great. It's it's so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, this entire last hour has been a good breather. After that. Go yes, true facts. Um, I, I wear I wear beanies a lot, and then of course you know I've got my my felt hats that I wear. You but, basically don't wear a hat unless the weather demands it. That's yeah, or yeah. or I'm showing off, or I'm showing off my art. Yeah, I mean for because like like I said, I wear like my witch hat and I wear yeah. my felted hats, but. Well, essentially, you're not going to wear a hat just to wear a hat. Yeah, pretty much whenever I leave the house, yeah. I, I usually usually wear a hat. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And that's mostly because I'm walking and the harsh rays of the sun and my scalp do not mix. So That's fair. I like to keep the sun out of my eyes. That's why I wear ball caps. Well, that's fair. I, mean, I like beanies because they keep me warm. I mean, and I also, also use sunglasses, so... <laughs> I don't live in an area where sunglasses every day are a necessity. 
I can't wear sunglasses. Well, sure you can. You just have to be those big, chunky, elderly sunglasses that fit over the glasses. <laughs> well, yeah. I, uh... Or I have to wear contacts. So, like, when I have to, when I go to driving or whatever. Lenses. Oh, gosh, I hate transition lenses. Or prescription sunglasses. They prescription, just... yeah. They do, those do exist. They're expensive as I'll get out. And so, are the, so are the transition lenses, too, mm. for that matter. Um... But no, but like when I when I know that I'm gonna be driving for a long time or whatever, I'll wear contacts just so that I can have sunglasses. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna be the one to say it this week. I kind of feel like we've petered to an end. Yeah. That's that's that totally is, valid. That is very right fair. Right to a remark. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I'll be honest with you. At 45 minutes, I didn't think we were going to go much longer. I know. I seriously thought we were going to have to call it an end to it. Thank goodness we actually got into the World of Darkness stuff that cheer us up. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, as... Which, yeah. I mean, we talked about this before we started recording uh, because of the whole, like, World of Darkness, asking Ray if they wanted to be a part of it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, like, it's kind of weird that you use the world of darkness as a way for you to kind of not lighten up. Yeah. Yeah. To lighten up after learning about Stanley's death. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> yep. But we all, you know, process in our own way. Yeah. I made a superhero theme Malkavian for mine. But anyway, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in for another episode of Pot Errors. Hopefully you process your grief as we processed ours. Yes. Mm -hmm. we, we each process grief differently, um, as, you, as you may know. Yes. Um, ball and rights. I, I drink. And um, Ray cries. So. Yep. Pretty much. Well, and I then did escapes a little bit of crying, and I'm not, yeah, I'm, I did a little bit of crying, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I did some yesterday, too, so. Oh, yeah. And I mean, today, I'm just like, there's times, like, when I was reading the Kevin Smith thing and whatnot, I almost lost it. But. Yeah. Um, I'm actually genuinely surprised I only used three tissues for my stack. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us on all of our all those fine locations that you can get pod, get podcasts, Radio Public, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn. Of course, you can catch this on twitch.tv slash podcast and also on the YouTube page. Um, I'm actually I actually created a playlist. It is now ho like it's hosted on Precipice Podcast Network YouTube channel, but you can to make things easier for people because I have a vanity URL and that network doesn't. Um, you can go to youtube.com slash the insanity chamber and there should be the playlist there for uh, all the episodes of Pod Errors that we've recorded. But anyway, guys, until next one, until next time, um, I'd like to thank our sponsors, 
Um, you know, I, I read them at the, the start of the show. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us. Um, I'd like to thank Ray for, for joining and, and Ballin uh, for joining in. As always, it's great doing a show with you two. Um, until next time, true believers, Excelsior. Enough said. <laughs>